Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. All right, what's shaking, Red Nation? This is Jeremy Brenner with another episode of The Dream Take, presented by The Dream Shake, home of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. Tough loss tonight. There's just no other way to really go about that. Final score, Clippers 95, Rockets 93. Uh, difficult one to swallow. I'm recording this probably uh, five minutes after the game went final. And, you know, for a team that's one in seven now, um, obviously you want to – get these wins when you can. This was a win where they could get it and you didn't get the win. Um, and we can talk a lot about how, um, you know, the ending of the game went, uh, whether it was the right decision to uh, have that play go for Eric Gordon. You know, we can, we can go through that all on this episode. We're going to make this a quicker episode. Uh, it is almost 1 a.m. here on the East coast. So I, I've got stuff to to do after this i gotta go to bed so we're not gonna make this too long quick nice to the point maybe bring some guest speakers up in the second half of the show but let's look at the box score 
Uh, KJ Martin led all scores for the Rockets, 23 points off the bench. Great night for KJ. I really enjoyed what he had to offer. Uh, 13 from Jalen Green on, again, 4 of 17 shooting. Rough night for Jalen Green. 13 points for Kevin Porter. Uh, 12 points for Eric Gordon. 14 points and 9 rebounds for Alperon Shangun. Uh, only four points and five rebounds for Jabari Smith. Um, you know, obviously the starters, uh, none of them really stood out. This was the KJ Martin game. I really thought that KJ really showed out tonight, really was happy with how he played. Um, there were some good bench moments from this group. I thought Tari had a decent game on defense, uh, six points on the offensive side of things. I thought Garuba was really good at crashing the glass. Uh, he had eight rebounds on his own. Um, Dacia Nix and Josh Christopher also uh, stretched in there uh, in that second quarter. Some good minutes there that put the Rockets in a position, you know, to stay in the game uh, down the stretch. Um, and then you look at the Clippers, uh, obviously Paul George, 35 points. Uh, uh, Zubach, Ivisa Zubach had uh, 16 points, 12 rebounds on his own. But other than like those two, the Rockets did a good job at really shutting down the rest of the Clippers tonight. Norm Powell went three of 11 off the bench at which is nine points. Uh, you know, Marcus Morris, five of 14 from the field. Reggie Jackson was two of 11 from the field. Uh, Luke Kennard, only three of eight from the field. As a team, the Clippers shot 42% from the field, but only 25% from three. The Rockets, 38% from the field, 28% from three. Really a rough night offensively for both teams. Something that we would expect from the Rockets, given that they are a bottom five offense, but not for the Clippers, a team that is expected to be one of the better teams in the league. Um, obviously, no Kawhi tonight for them, no John Wall. Um, but, you know, still, I mean, this team was a Western Conference Finals uh, opponent two years ago. So, I mean, and it's pretty much the same team. So you would expect this team to uh have a little bit more on offense and that i guess is part of why it's frustrating that the loss goes um to the rockets tonight only because it's a winnable game against a team that you're not supposed to beat and they were still unable to get the job done and i mean we i personally think that it was just it really didn't have to do with the last two possessions i know that will be a big talking point uh you know why was eric gordon taking that final shot why you know was like they let paul george do what he did i think the defense was fine uh, i thought eric gordon played pretty good defense on the clippers final offensive possession um and eric gordon was just you know out he got paul george you know uh paul george one of the better clutch shooters in the game and and that's what happens when you have a guy like that you know the clippers are just a, ta a more talented team than the rockets and they're uh you know they're a, a veteran team and and you have to you can't make too many mistakes against a team like that, even when they make mistakes, you know. The they had 13 turnovers tonight, same as the Rockets, but they just offensively just were not in sync. And the Rockets had a door open for them and it just wasn't uh they didn't attack it. They didn't attack it enough and the opportunity was there. They didn't. I think the decision to go with Eric Gordon in the final stretch, there's two sides of it. Obviously, you'd like to see, you know, a guy like Kevin Porter or Jalen Green take that final shot, or even Jabari. Um, and I believe the, the final five out there, it was uh, Jabari, Eric Gordon, Kevin Porter, Jalen Green. want to say KJ was out there as well. Um, 
if I'm not mistaken. I hope I'm not. Um, but yeah, so like that is where that's where you get. Um, and I honestly think. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm going to pull up this play here on Twitter just to kind of look at it again and I can kind of react to it in real time. Uh, Hopefully we can get a good idea as for what this was. Okay, so uh, it looks like right here you have – all right, so I'm looking right here. You've got Jabari inbounding and you've got – it looks like a screen here. They try to get the ball like I don't understand like this this was not a smart play. It was just not a smart play right here. It looked like this play was always going to Eric Gordon. Yeah, it, this play was going to Eric Gordon. And they kind of just space out, let him go for it. Look, I mean, Eric Gordon is certainly not a bad option for the final shot. I'm mean, that's not what we're saying. I don't think I don't think many people are disagreeing with that if, if people do think that I, I would I would disagree with them only because Eric Gordon had like he had, like was a decent drive like you know he went for the shot he tried to go for uh the foul but he also like I mean that wasn't like a bad shot and I don't think that's the real problem I think I think there could be issues with you know why wasn't Jalen Green the one taking that final shot where was Kevin Porter on this oh maybe Kevin Porter wasn't in the game Oh, no, Kevin Porter was inbounding. Excuse me. Okay. I apologize for that. Yeah, Kevin Porter was inbounding. And I guess maybe Kevin Porter was an option to go back to on this play, but Paul George was defending that. So, yeah, no, there was no way that ball was going back to uh, back to anyone other than Eric Gordon. A real questionable play call. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't hate the play. I I just wish it was a different player. But at the same time, Eric Gordon was showing during the game. Like, he had a decent game. He was 5 of 11 from the field before that 5 of 10. So he's your hottest shooter right there. Like, I guess you have KJ in there. But, I mean, KJ's not like a shooter. I mean, if you wanted to drive and go in, then you go to KJ. But the thing is, guys, like, I understand, like, you want to develop these guys, and it, it comes down to this. Like, are you trying to win the game today, or are you trying to develop those guys? And it's a real fine line that Steven Silas has had to walk along his whole tenure, I feel like, with the Rockets. Am I going to develop these guys, or am I going to go for the win? And I think he tried to go for the win here, um, and I think 
look, if Eric Gordon makes this shot, we're not talking about, oh, why didn't the ball go to Jalen Green? Or why didn't the ball go to Kevin Porter? They win this game. We're not talking about that. So I think it goes both ways. I wish – I would feel a little bit better, I guess, if Jalen misses the shot versus Eric Gordon missing the shot or Kevin Porter. But, yeah, just a tough loss. I mean, especially considering the Rockets are now um, – this is loss number four in a row on the losing streak in the road trip. It, it's it, You want the win. You really want to win. And I think that's what Steven Silas is going for. Knew this team needed a win, would give a lot of morale, and it just never never materialized at the end. Um, so I'm going to look at some comments here. Um, we've got a lot of comments on here in the discussion on Spotify Live. Uh, James says, I want KJ Martin to be part of the long-term squad. I agree. I think I think KJ tonight, um, you know, he's – like, he has a gift, athletic, like, athletically, and, and just – and he doesn't know how to use it all the time, but tonight he looked like he knew how to use it. And I think that's like the thing with all of these guys, like the Rockets are a team that like, that's one of their strengths and they need to utilize that strength a little bit more. I feel their strength is their athleticism, their size. And I feel like during the off season, preseason, we we're talking about how this team is going to be a transition team. We were talking about how this team was going to, you know, run in transition and that's how they were going to win these games. And I just feel like, that's not really happening. You know, in the fast break tonight, that's where the Rockets lose this game. If you had to point to a stat, where did the Rockets lose this game? Where are the Rockets worse than the Clippers? Fast break points, 22 for the Clippers, only 10 for the Rockets. That is where this loss comes. And I I wish the Rockets would utilize that a little bit more. And maybe that is um, – and maybe that's a coaching thing. In fact, I probably would lean more towards that being a coaching thing versus um, just a, a player thing. But at the same time, you got to look at it as, you know, fast break, your defense helps you turn into offense. And the defense um, is not on the same level as it as it should be. Um, but, I mean, tonight I thought the defense was pretty good. It's just you weren't you weren't taking advantage of these opportunities that were given to you, you know, if you have a five on four, attack it. If you have numbers, attack it. And I feel like the Rockets, that's where, like, the speed of the game is not on their level yet. Like, the speed of the game for these older teams, it's there. And that's where it needs to be. But for the Rockets, a young team, that's the next step in this development as a squad, as a team. Uh, A lot of Silas wants to go. Silas must have gotten a call to tank the game. Fire Silas, please give us a real head coach. Every move Silas does is to win. He isn't just he just isn't an NBA coach. No understanding rotations or how to uh, find anything that resembles and how to run anything that resembles an NBA team. You know, I think it is a matter of when, not if um, Silas is going to go. Um, and and I'm di- obviously you know it, it is disappointing because he is uh, really liked, well liked amongst the squad. But the thing is, like the squad just isn't playing up to their potential I feel and that and that does get blame on Silas you know I remember last year around this time um you know Steven Silas like there was that report that you know maybe it's time to fire Steven Silas it was like a 15 game losing streak and then as soon as that report came out the Rockets won seven in a row so it's moments like that that like open up the eyes that it's like okay like 
Silas is uh, worth keeping. And I really don't think the Rockets are going to make a change in the middle of the year on Silas. I feel like that's an end of the season move if you have to make it. Um, but I think, I think Silas, if the team is the worst team in the league this year, I think Silas has to go. Um, I, I don't think it's a question. Um, if they don't win more than 25 games, I think it's time for Silas to go. I think if you win 30 games and it, and I think a lot of it also has to do with the, um, the, the, the second half of the year. I think if, if Silas shows improvement in the second half of the year, kind of like how he did last year, I think that it's going to um, help his case. But I do think overall, Steven Silas needs to win at least 25 to 30 games with this roster this year to get at least one more year. And the reason why I think he doesn't have as long of a leash is because I do believe that this, this franchise, the front office, believes in Silas. And they, but they also don't feel like changing the coach would really help like there's there's more cons there's no there's more pros than cons to keeping Silas at this point because I really don't think that the roster is helping Silas either you know like Silas isn't helping the roster but the roster isn't really helping Silas and it, it's a it's a symbiotic relationship they're not helping each other out but if that's the case then then why break up you know what I'm saying I don't know. A change is needed. I, I do feel like change is needed, but I also feel like change is so fresh right now with Jabari Smith in there, with um, you know the rotations being where it is, and and I still think it's really early. Look, they've played eight games so far. Six of them have been on the road uh, against teams that are projected to be in the playoffs this year. Um, so I really do think it is still early. And tonight there were signs of you know, hey, some of these guys are figuring it out. KJ had a good game tonight. Uh, you know, I, I would, Tari had a good game tonight. You know, there, there are small glimmers. You just want to see that, you know, more often. I thought Shangun had a good game tonight too. 14 points, nine rebounds. I really like, I, I like it when they go through Shangun on offense. I wish they would do that a little bit more. I understand why they don't um, all the time, but you know, he's been like, he's hot right now. Like that's the thing is Kevin Porter, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith, the this road trip has been tough on all of them um except for i guess kevin porter last night against the suns so the 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 top players the reason why you will win these games jalen green kevin porter jabari smith they need to step up too and if they're not stepping up then it's hard to it's even harder to win these basketball games it's why you know nights when kj and uh eric gordon step up and shangun like those guys step up, it gives you a, it gives you, it gets you back in the game maybe, but it doesn't guarantee you this win. And I feel like a lot of, um, I feel like that's kind of the reason why the Rockets are where they are right now. I feel like Silas is an easy scapegoat because it's a lot easier to get rid of Silas than it is to get rid of Jalen Green or Kevin Porter or Jabari Smith or any of the players on the roster. But the fact of the matter is, it's still really early. And the sample size, it's only eight games. It's less than 10% of the season. So obviously not a good start. And I'm not necessarily condoning what Silas has performed so far. But I do think once the Rockets get a bit easier of a schedule and they get some more home games, get some confidence, get, get these guys sleeping in their own bed, you know, I think it'll be nicer. The only problem with that 
is after this game against the Clippers on Wednesday, they go back on the road for four more. Uh, three of them against teams that could really easily make a playoff run this year. Minnesota, you go at Orlando, at Toronto, at New Orleans. That's a real tough schedule of games right there. I would be, I think the Orlando one is obviously the winnable one, but other than that, those three games are going to be a dogfight, all three of them. Then they get to play the Lake, the Clippers again at home uh, Monday, November 14th. Uh, and then the schedule kind of gets a little easier, but not really. I mean, you got Dallas in there. Uh, you get to play Indiana, which should be a winnable game at home. Then you got Golden State, Atlanta at home, uh, Oklahoma City, and then you go back on the road for some more. Like this, this schedule is is incredibly difficult. And I don't think that a team full of a bunch of young guys should be expected to win too many games. Of these eight games so far, um, I would say they this is probably the one that they should have won. But they've been competitive in some others. They were competitive against Memphis. They were competitive against Atlanta on opening night, I would say. Uh, I don't think they should have won those games, but I think they were competitive. And I think that the record um, isn't necessarily uh, showing what this team actually is. I feel like this team is more than its record. Um, and and look, tonight's probably the one game you probably should have won in this stretch of losses that they've had. Um, so, look, I think I think the Rockets are still really young, really early. And while this is frustrating because it's something that we've seen over the course of the last two, three seasons, it's uh, look, it's growing pains. Growing. That's all I can really. That's all I can really say about it. Um, obviously, it's frustrating. Obviously, it's disappointing. But that's what teams like the Rockets that are rebuilding have to do. Um, I'm going to read some comments here from Adam in the chat. A lot of talk about Jabari Smith as a culture builder. It's direct indication that Silas hasn't created a strong culture for the team. Interesting take. Silas's stepdad cosplay for Kevin Porter Jr. <laughs> I love that. Is not what we need. Uh, we need someone that projects strength and basketball knowledge. Silas struggles with base confidence. The sad thing for Silas is that his dad is a diametric opposite of his coaching style. Silas won't be fired until after the season, and this will be a top coaching job for Udoka and others. Uh, Jalen Green is the next 15 to 20 games to show that he is the player that he finished last season and not the inefficient player that started last season. Yeah, I think, I think you know, I, I say Adam hit that right on the head. Um, you know, I think if you – the next coach is going to have to be someone that is very opposite from Silas. Um, but I think maybe there is some hesitation to fire Silas because of the off-the-court relationships that he's built with his team, with his players. Um, but I do question how well this team would do with a different coach. And it just – it depends on the coach because that's the thing, though, is, is once you let go of the coach – then you really can't point the finger at the coach. It, it then points to the players if they're not performing. And the thing is, is this roster ready for that? And I don't think the Rockets are ready to, you know, put the hot seat on the players yet. I think they are letting them play it out. And then Silas will be the first to fall. And then you go from there. So, so there's a lot to think about. If there anyone that wants to come up and speak, I'm going to give it about a minute or two here. Uh, we're about 20 minutes or so into the show. Don't want to 
take up too much time tonight. It is late, but I really am appreciative that we have a pretty decent squad out here. 15 people listening to us live on Spotify Live late at night. It is November 1st. A happy birthday to my co-pilot, Michael Brown, who's off tonight for his birthday. Um, he is the heartbeat of the show and couldn't do it without him. So happy birthday to him. Um, hopefully we can get him a win against the Clippers for a belated birthday gift. I thought this might have been the night for a birthday gift. Maybe he would have come on and celebrated with us if it was a win. Um, I'm not sure exactly what he's doing right now. I'm sure he's having a pretty good time himself. But, um, yeah, on Wednesday, I, I hope that the Rockets come out on Wednesday with a little bit more fire. They're, like, feeling as if they should have won this game. That is, I think, going to be a testament to Steven Silas his coaching how well can he um how well can steven silas and the team adjust they're going to be at home after four games on the road five of six on the road so um a lot of opportunity here on wednesday i'm hoping that the same roster from uh from monday will will permeate for the clippers on on wednesday so um i look i think the rockets are going to play a little bit harder on wednesday and that, that'll show where the team is, I think, in terms of if Silas has a hold of the locker room. If, if Look, if they, if they go into Wednesday and get blown out by 20, that's not going to be a good look for Silas. But I really don't think it's going to happen. I think, I think the Rockets are pretty pissed about this loss. I hope that they are because um, they should be. Um, they should have won this game, and they know it. They know it. So, um, look, the Clippers, the Clippers are not in a good spot either. So this is an opportunity for – the Rockets to really get a win here. And with a lot of, you know, questionable games to where they could get a win down the line, you got to take advantage of the games that you can win. And this is a winnable one. This is a, this was a winnable one tonight. And unfortunately just wasn't enough, but I think this is a good place, or I should say, I think this is a grand place to park the rocket ship. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of The Dream Take. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Dream Take and at DreamShake SBN. Head over to our Facebook page. Give us a like if you're over there. Head to TheDreamShake.com. Home of all things Houston Rockets at SBNation.com. Follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. Final score tonight, Clippers 93, Rockets, or Clippers 95, Rockets 93. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Dream Take. And until next time, Go Rockets! Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from 0 to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance. Pure design. Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.